Welcome to The Great Sources, where we explore fundamental Torah ideas through the great books and sources of Jewish thought. Welcome, everybody. This year has been generously sponsored by Reb Zeb Shob in memory of his father, Yeshaya ben Berach. Thank you very much, Reb Zeb. If anyone would like to dedicate coming Shirim, please contact me. The email is in the podcast description. So we've spoken a lot in the past about Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael takes up a central place in the Torah. And hopefully in the not too distant future, I will get to the question of, the real question of Lamaisa, the sugya of whether we should live in Eretz Yisrael individually and collectively. So far we discussed the, the matter conceptually from various angles. Mostly we spoke about the Kuzri's approach to Eretz Yisrael, the Kuzri whose wonderful Sefer actually puts Eretz Yisrael mamish at the axis of the whole Torah, which is the way Yaakov Emden correctly describes the Sefer HaKuzri. Yaakov Emden in the Hakdama to his Siddur says that if Yudah Levi puts Eretz Yisrael at the Tzir, I think is the term he uses, meaning means the axis, that the whole Torah revolves around. We spoke about that, but tonight we're going to, and in general, how that fits into the Kuzri's whole system of the um, Davar HaLaki. Tonight we're going to focus on the Rambam's understanding of what is Eretz Yisrael all about. Why is it important? As is normal, the Derech of the Rambam, we shall see tonight, he explains things in a way that is logical. He explains Eretz Yisrael in a way that's logical. Which obviously is part, fits into the whole Mahalach of the Rambam. And in general, his his Tamiha Mitzvah, the Rambam in the Murray gives reasons for the mitzvahs, and it's a very complicated sugi. It sounds like Rambam tries to make everything make sense, simply put. And perhaps next year we'll talk about the Rambam's um, general opinion about Tami HaMitzvahs, specifically how much is that a mathlikis between the Rambam and, and let's say the Kuzi, the Kuzi who understands that there's this system that requires certain actions for the Dabra Halaki, which is beyond our understanding, and we spoke about Eretz Yisrael, how that fits into his system. Tonight we're going to talk about how Eretz Yisrael fits into the Rambam's system. But as we said, the Rambam is going to give a, a logical, rational reason whether that must be so completely different from those who give mystical reasons or supernatural reasons, whether the Rambam is really such a rationalist as he seems to be, that perhaps will be the subject for perhaps the coming shear. What the Rambam's Tameh HaMitzvahs are meant to be. Are, meant, are they meant to be the whole reason? Or are they meant to be one part of the puzzle of, of the Torah? Okay, because <clears throat> in the Moira itself, there actually seem to be contradictions about this. Which, by the way, in the Moira, this is just parenthetical, in the Moira, when you say there's a stira in the Moira, that doesn't mean you have a problem. That means you're finally reaching to the, the solution. Because... Unlike others, where you understand what he's saying, and then you find a contradiction, and then you say, hey, wait a second, there's a problem here. 
in the Mira, before you find the contradiction, you don't really know what he's doing because he, he, he writes in his introduction, he writes the various kinds of contradictions. Contradictions are central to understanding the Ramam's whole system. That's just um, parenthetical. So it's like when you get to the contradiction, that's when you know that you're finally getting somewhere. But that's for the next discussion. <clears throat> Suffice it to say, we're talking in the Rambam's Mahalach, where things are logical and rational, and indeed, the whole idea of Eretz Yisrael, the Maila of Eretz Yisrael, why a person should live in Eretz Yisrael, in the Rambam's system, in the Rambam's Havana, <clears throat> that is something which is given a very clear reason. So, here's how it goes. We start, let's say, from the Gemara in Ksubis. The Gemara in Ksubis, that's Kofi Rambay says, La Oilam Yodur Adam Be'eretz Yisrael. Afilu be'ir sheruba akum. Va'al Yodur be'chutz la'aretz. Afilu be'ir sheruba Yisrael. She'kol hadora be'eretz Yisrael. Do'yem k'mishayishe. Eloika. Chol hadora be'chutz la'aretz. Do'yem k'mishayin la'eloika. A person should always turn around. A person should always live in Eretz Yisrael, even in a city that's minority Jewish. And should not live in Chutzot, even in a city that's majority Jewish, because anyone who lives in Etzitzot is like he has a God. Anyone who lives in Chutzot, it's like he doesn't have a God. Shenemar, Loseis Lochem, Es Eretz Kenan, Miyos Lochem Leilakim, and Igmar brings a different Pasuk, that if you live in Chutzot, it's like you do Avodazar, because David HaMelech said, they're chasing me away from the Nachlas Hashem and telling me, go serve idols. When he was forced to leave Etzitzot, was the was Dovna Melech told that he has to go and serve idols, certainly not. But, by the very fact that he's going to be in Chutzlaret, says the Gemara, due to the very fact that he's going to be in Chutzlaret, it's as if he is an idolater. The Rambam brings this in. Helchus Malachim, Saif Perak, Hey, La'olam, Yodr, Adam, Eretz Yisrael, etc. And he says, If you go to Chutzatz, it's like you are serving with desire, and he brings the Pasuk. Okay, now, that is quite a harsh statement. If you live in Chutzatz, it's like you do have a desire. If you live in Etzel, it's like you have a God. If you remember, just to remind you, the Ramban understands that as part of this complicated metaphysics of Hashem and the Sarim. Hashem is in charge of Etzel, and the Sarim are in charge of the other lands. But the Rambam, of course, Kedankri, gives this a very rational reading. And that can be discovered in a letter the Rambam wrote called the Igeras Hashmad. In the Igeras Hashmad, the Rambam says, he's encouraging people who live among Rishan, um, or among Gayim, he says, you got to move out. You must move out. And he says, the Nevi'im make it clear that if you live among Kaifrim, you are like them. As David Amalek says, Ki Gershuni Hayoim, Mr. Pech Benachal Hashem, Leim Alech Avodah Lemachem. That passage that says, David Amalek says, I'm going to have to leave Eretz Yisrael and serve God, serve other gods. That's because if you live among idolaters, you are like them, because they influence you. Because they influence you. So the Rambam understands that this, that the Gemara says, this that the Gemara says, that one should always live in even if it's a minority Jewish city, and not in Chutzlaretz, even if it's a majority Jewish city, is because there is going to be an influence of the Ebedek Chavim in Chutzlaretz. Now, what does that have to do with the majority and minority? What does that have to do with Eretz and Chutzlaretz? So the answer is, 
The answer is probably that in Eretz Yisrael, which is the country that the Jews have rights to and have a history in, in Eretz Yisrael, even the minority Yisrael will carry the day and influence the city and give it an atmosphere of Avodah Hashem. While in Chutz La'aretz, even a majority Jewish city, even a majority Jewish population will not be able to influence the culture. Rather, the minority are going to be the ones who have the influence. So that's the idea of the Brisa, and, and based on the Ramadan Nigeris Ashmad that says that the Pasuket says by David, if I leave Red Saul, I'm like an Adalah. Ram says that's because you are influenced by your neighbors. Plugging that back into the Gemara that says you should live in Eretz Yisrael even if there's a minority and not in Chutzot, even if there's a majority Jews, that would indicate that the idea is that a practical matter in Eretz Yisrael, even a minority of Jews can have the influence of making the city into a good place to live, conducive for serving Hashem, and in Chutzot, even a majority of Jews can't do that. And indeed, this is what the Me'iri, this is how the Me'iri explains that Gemara. So the Me'iri very often follows the Rambam's line of thinking. And <laughs> the Me'iri says on that Gemara Ksubis, he says, one should not live in Chutzlots, even a majority Jewish city, because Chutzlots divas kva legoyim ula oivdeho alilim ve'i'efshar shlalimud nadarcheim. In Chutzlots, since the goyim are kavua, they belong there and they feel comfortable there, in Chutzlots it's impossible not to be influenced by the ways of the Gentiles, even if they are merely the minority. So that supports this idea that that is how the Rambam learned. Okay, so but the Raisa that, that says one should live in Israel for this reason. And the Rambam also brings it. As we mentioned, the Rambam at the end of Parakei. Why? For this reason. So the reason one should live in Eretz Yisrael is because Eretz Yisrael is the place where the Avoidas Hashem influence is going to be the most powerful, even if numerically you have a greater number of Eretz Hashem and Chutzlaretz, even a minority of Eretz Hashem and Eretz Yisrael will carry the day. By the way, if you would have, let's say, a 100% of the Hashem city in Chutzlaretz, that might be a different question because the whole idea is that the um, minority of Akum will, will create the influence in Chutzlaretz and, and the um, minority of Yisrael. But if you have a completely Gentile city or a completely Jewish city, that would be a different calculus. Okay, so that means, that indicates that the reason why one should live in Eretz Yisrael, that is what's special about Eretz Yisrael. What's special about Eretz Yisrael, it's not any segula, it's not anything magical about the land. And, and like we said earlier, now we're talking, there's a rational level of the Torah. That doesn't mean perhaps Ramam holds is another level, but we're talking at least what the Ramam does discuss. The land is not a magical thing. It's um, there's something rational that's better about that. So, and that is that you live among Maminim, and not just Maminim, but Maminim who are going to be able to have an influence because it's their land. They belong there. Meaning, they belong there because it was given to Avram. And because we have the whole history there and the future there. Okay. Now, lest you wonder, well, shouldn't you live in Israel because it's a mitzvah? Um, 
just in case you have a question, the Ralam doesn't count it in the tag mitzvahs. We'll get to that a little soon. Okay. Just want to show you other places. I want to show you first other places in the Rambam where it's clear, which goes along with this shita, that the Milo of Eretz Yisrael is that it's the place where Ovedi Hashem live. That is why it's special. By the way, of course, um, that means I'm not talking about why Eretz Canaan, why that particular strip of land was given to Avram. That's not the question. I'm talking about why, given that there is a land given to Bnei Yisrael, why one should live there? The answer is because it's given to Bnei Yisrael, because there are um, Yisraelim there. The Ramam and the Moira, we discussed this Moira, I think, a few times, in Chilik Beis, Seif Perak Lamedvav, he discusses why is there no Nebuah in Golis? Why is there no Nebuah in Golis? And unlike the Kuzvi who attributes that to this um, Segula of Eretz Yisrael, this superhuman Chachma that, that dictates that Eretz Yisrael is the only place that's roaring for Nebuah, the Ramam explains that Golis is a place of Shibud Malchias. And, and, Shibud Malchias induces Atzlos and Atzlos. And Nebuah requires Simcha and Zrizos. Shibud Malchias of Golos makes that Nebuah is impossible. When Mashiach comes, we will be freed of the Shibud Malchias, as the Raman Paskins in the Malchias, because that's all we need, is to be free of Shibud Malchias. That's what we really need. Once we're free of Shibud Malchias, we are free, we're independent. We're independent, then we can band together and live with other people of like mind. So the reason why there's no Nebuah in Chosmaritz is not because some law, supernatural law, but rather it's because Chosmaritz we live under, not just among, but under um, that make us not be able to have, make us necessarily have Atzlos and Atzlos. Similarly, in the Shita, the Ram says, the Ram says in Beisam Bechira, in Seif Perikvav, where he's talking about why Eretz Yisrael lost its Kedusha for Meister purposes <laughs> thereafter Chorban Bayesvishin during Gal's Bible for those 70 years. The Ramam says, during those 70 years, the reason why the arts had Kedusha before that was because it was captured. And once the land was taken from them, Batal HaKibosh, talking about Gal Bayesvishin, we're not talking about Gal Bayesvishin, that's a different story. The Ramam holds the second Kedusha of the Bayesvishin, means of the, of the Aretz, when they came back from Gal's Bible, that second Kedusha is eternal. But the first Kedusha is not eternal. Why? Because the, way, the reason why I got Kedusha was because of the capture. And once the land was taken from them, and it's potter from Mises, says the Rambam Seif Perkvav in Besamichir, Shaharei, Eina, Eretz Yisrael. Because it's not Eretz Yisrael. What do you mean it's not Eretz Yisrael? Well, if you look in Hilchus Trumis, the Rambam says, Eretz, right in the beginning of Hilchus Trumis, Eretz Yisrael Hamur Bichol Mokim. What is Eretz Yisrael? He, Ho'ayratis Shekoivish Oisan Melech Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is a land captured by a king of Yisrael or a shayfet or a navi. Midaas Rav Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, definition of Eretz Yisrael is not a certain strip of land. Eretz Yisrael, by definition, is the lands that a king, judge, or a prophet captures as working for the tzibur. Um, of course, 
there's rules about which lands have to be captured first, and that's Kibbush Yochid. If they go and capture a land that's not part of the land that was given to Avram Avinu, before they capture land that was given to Avram Avinu, it doesn't become Eretz Yisrael. But if they capture the whole Eretz Canaan and then they move on and expand it, that is Eretz Yisrael. But before the Ram even gets to the boundaries of Eretz Canaan, the land that's given to Avram Avinu, he says, definition of Eretz Yisrael Hamur B'chamakam is a land that belongs to Yisrael. That's why he says if it was captured from them, it's no longer Eretz Yisrael. What does it mean it's no longer Eretz Yisrael? Because Eretz Yisrael means the land of Yisrael. And that's consistent with the Rambam's opinion that what's special about that place, the reason why we're encouraged to live there, is <clears throat> because it's the land of Yisrael. So that's what, that's what it's all about. Another thing that goes along with this, I mentioned before, the Rambam does not count, as one of the tired mitzvahs, Rambam does not count a mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. Ramban does. Ramban considers that to be one of the mitzvahs that the Rambam missed. The shikha sa'asin, that the Rambam forgot. But what's interesting is the Rambam does have a mitzvah. That's in Hukhsav Adazar. There is a place in the Rambam where he suggests that we have to capture Eretz Yisrael. That's in Hukhsav Adazar. Reish Perek Zayin. He says, a mitzvah say to destroy Avadazar. Uba Eretz Yisrael, not only do you have to um, destroy it, but you have to chase after it. Any place that we do capture, we have to destroy it. In Eretz Yisrael, however, says the Rambam, implies the Rambam, it's not only true that any place that we do capture, we have to destroy it, but we must capture it in order to be Misharish Avedazar. So the Ramban doesn't count the mitzvah like the Ramban does to capture and live in Eretz Yisrael, but there is a mitzvah of uprooting of a desire, which means that the mitzvah, the mitzvah that we do find about Eretz Yisrael is to uproot any um, pagan, any idolatry from the land. It's to make a land, to make a place, to make a place that's clean, from pure from idolatry, and available for the Hashem to live together and influence each other. Okay. So again, why then did Hashem give Avram Avinu Eretz Kenan? Not important right now. That's not the discussion. <coughs> Obviously, there must be a reason why Hashem selected that strip of land to give him. But that's not relevant. What's relevant today in terms of um, why we should live there is because once Hashem did give him this strip of land, now we have a place. And when I say today to live there, I'm not getting into the question of that we should all live there today. Like I said, I hope to get to that. I need to say just, just discussing the halacha here. The halacha, as Ram puts it out, the reason why one should live in Eretz Yisrael is not because it's a special place of Nebuah. It's because it is the land of Yisrael and one should live among Yisrael. And that's why, um, that's the definition of Eretz Yisrael, land of Yisrael, which is why, as we mentioned, it could even be expanded beyond what was given to Avram Avinu, and um, that's what there's a mitzvah to do is to is to clear this piece of land from Avodah and make it a place that's available for for Hashem worshippers. Okay, so I want to just go into a little bit of a of a, a side discussion here that will shed light on on this Rambam and and give us a, a way to approach this. The Gemara says some shocking things, some a little bit less known things in Ksuba stuff, Kofi Aleph, which is <clears throat> where the um, Gabavli discusses. 
Eretz Yisrael and living in Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara says, Amr of Yehuda, Kol Hadar Bebavel Ki'ilu Dar Be'Eretz Yisrael. Living in Bavel is like living in Eretz Yisrael. Wow. So let's think about that. Well, if you're going to say that living in Bavel is like living in Eretz Yisrael, then you have to obviously analyze that in the light of what makes Eretz Yisrael special. So let's say you go like the Kuzri. That Eretz Yisrael is special due to some sort of some sort of rule, divine rule. Then if the Gemara says Bavel is like Eretz Yisrael, that would have to mean that Bavel is something special about it by Hashem's will. And the truth is, one could argue that because the Gemara there in Ksubitz brings a drasha about this. The Gemara in Sachim Daf Pezayin of a base gives various reasons why Bavel is special, why Hashem chose to be Magda Benesol to Bavel. Some of them relating to Psukim. The Tanchuma in Noyach talks, carries on about, is Myrich about um, the godless of the yeshivas in Bavel, and also learns this out from Psukim. So it could be that Chazal understood that Bavel is also somehow chosen by Hashem. But let's think about it. According to the Rambam, it makes perfect sense. If what's special about Eretz Yisrael is the fact that Jews live there, then Bavel carries Yisrael, of course. And the Me'iri, who goes, as we mentioned in the Rambam Shita, takes this really extreme, he says, Bavel is Eretz Yisrael, ke Eretz Yisrael, she'kol ma she'omru, lo'i omru, elo mipnei she'stam chutz lo'etz in chachma v'yiras chetim tzuyim ba, Yisrael. Everything they said about Eretz Yisrael is because Stam Chutz Laretz is not a place of Chachma, where Chachma and Yiras Chet is Mitzuyim Ba Yisrael, because of the great Tsaris and the Gali Yisrael Mosham. So the Miri is saying everything about Eretz Yisrael, everything. Why? Because everything they said about Eretz Yisrael is because that's a place where, as a rule, as a rule, in Chutz Laretz, Chachma and Yiras Chet won't be Matzuy, in Eretz Yisrael will be Matzuy, so therefore, if there's a Yishuv in Bavel, then that becomes like Eretz Yisrael. Amazing thing. And and just parenthetically, just because it's so interesting, the Eri continues and he says, Chutz Laaretz is a place where you can't get Chachman Yeshet unless you have Amal Godoil, great Amal, Vitzar Gilgul Sevelat Tzaris, and rolling through Tzaris, bearing Tzaris. Gilgul. Now, so he says, in Chutz Laaretz, to get to Hashem, you have to go through a, a lot of suffering. The reason why, just to throw, so interesting, because the reason why he uses the word Gilgal is because famously, further on in that Gemara, in, in Ksubis Tafkofidaf, and this is a Gemara that Miri doesn't bring, the Gemara talks about how those who are buried in Chutz Laaretz need to be Mizgalgal, have to roll to get to Hetzel. So the Miri, who was a very rationalist and explained the Gemara rationally, seems to be interpreting this Gemara allegorically and saying, you have to roll to get to Hetzel, means you have to go through a lot of, a lot of suffering, a lot of... Um, rolling through tsares and and things have to have to happen to you till you get to the Eretz Yisrael, meaning till you get to Chachman Yerzchei. So the Mayuri saying is, all we really care about, all that's really important is Chachman Yerzchei. But Eretz Yisrael is a place with this Chachman Yerzchei. If you have another place, such as Bavel, then, as the Gemara says, Ki'il Darbe Eretz Yisrael. So maybe Lakewood is... Can someone say And I want to show that this is not a joke, meaning we clearly understand the Gemara like the Miri, because as I mentioned, the Gemara 
it's not Shravam and Gemara, the Gemara in Kasub is Kofir Aleph, which says, Bavel is a very special place. But Kaladag Bavel Ki'udabetzon. The Gemara says further that the best people of other lands end up getting buried in Bavel, and the best people from Bavel get buried in Eretz Yisrael. So now I heard of people burying people in Eretz Yisrael. But I never heard of someone, you know, and that's a Shiloh, if you could send a dead person to Eretz Yisrael, because there's a message about the Yishami, because Vatavoy Vatatam is out. So if you don't live there when you're alive, and then when you're dead, you send the corpse there, it's a certain bazillion to the arts, but not so posh it. But I have a simple aid, so why don't we bury people in, in Bavel, in Iraq, and then we get at least a, at least a mile of Bavel, which is Mephorosh Gemara and Ksubis Tafkofir Aleph, so, you know, Bavel is at least a good place to bury, and we'll avoid the problem of Vatavoy Vatatamas Atsi, which will be a lot cheaper too. But the answer is that we understand that when the Gemara talks about Bavel, it means historically, contextually, when when they were, when Chazal were in Bavel, when they were Jews in Bavel, and, and even though that sounds like, well, didn't that end, you know, about 800 years ago? Well, okay, whenever it ended, the, the great Yishev and Bavel, so how could the Gemara just be talking about a point in time? The answer to that is that Tanchuma says in Noyach that they, they're going to be in Bavel till Mashiach comes. Now, doesn't that lead to another question? They weren't there until Mashiach comes. That's for another time. But the point is that, I'm, my point is that Chazal understood Bavel as being the place for the Jews, not just a place for the Jews. Okay, um, so... Again, so here you have the Gemaras talk about Bavel, and like I said, no one honors these Gemaras, no one treats Bavel with any sanctity, and we don't bury people in Bavel, we don't consider that a Milo. Clearly we understand that the Gemara is contextual, meaning like the Miri, that it's all about the fact that it's a Mokam of Chachma and So does that mean, do we really go as far as the Miri that says, and does that mean, Right, the Mewi says all that's special about its soul is that Stam But if you have a place that you can get great. Does that mean that, let's say, Lake could carry its soul? So there's a lot to talk about this, and it has to do with the question we started with whether when we give a reason for something, does that mean that all, that's all there is to it? Because as you mentioned, by ba in Bavel, there's not just a reality that they were in Bavel and they were yeshivas in Bavel, there are drushes about it. Um, they're upsukum about it. So that has to do with that question of what exactly is the relationship between the rational sparse that we give to something and the psukim and the way the Gemara dresses it up, so to speak, in, in drushes and these like rules. Okay? The point that I'm making is that just because we give a reason for something, even if this is the reason, it doesn't mean that Okay, this is the reason, and now we can just assume that if the reason circumstances change such that we think that the reason is applies equally to some other place, can't we can't necessarily apply it there? The Me'iri does sound like he's saying that the whole Ma'alavet so Komashamu Eina Ella, so Bavel is like that, and case closed. The Me'iri Kedarkai really extrapolates the rationalist part of the Rambam and, and goes with that exclusively. But it's not so clear that that's the, what the Rambam would hold. Like I said, um, there are even psukim about Bavel, and obviously there are psukim about, about Eretz Yisrael. Although it's not a mitzvah, Rambam doesn't count that as mitzvah of tag mitzvahs, but of course, if you know this psukim about Eretz Yisrael, naturally. So, so, although the reason for it would be because you have to live with Chachman Yashchit, that doesn't necessarily mean that now you're supposed to just pick a place. In fact, the Rambam, as we said, says, La'olam yadar adam Eretz Yisrael, um, doesn't say you select Bavel or Eretz Yisrael. 
so it seems that it seems that of course the Allah does remain to be exclusively focused on Eretz Yisrael. Another Gemara that relates to this Gemara in Ma'at Katan says on when Rav Huna died, Rav Abba was Maspid. I think it's Rav Huna. And he was masked, and he said, Really, he should have been a Navi. But, alas and alack, he was in Bavel. And the Gemara says, wait, but, um, the Pasuk says, And Yechazkel had Nebuah in the land of Kastim, in Bavel. So he says, no, there it says, meaning he already had Nebuah in um, and it's a soil, and you continue in Bavl, it's Omshan Rashi, but there's a shock of the tire about whether it's possible to have Nebuah in Bavl. So I always think it's a shock of the tire whether you could have Nebuah in Chutzlaretz, but it's not. I don't think it is. It's 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 a double push you can have Nebuah in Chutzlaretz. The Chiddush is that you can't have Nebuah in Bavl, because the Gemara says Bavl is Ke'eretz Yisrael. And again, according to the Rambam, you could have Nebuah as long as you are free from the influence of the Mafias. And therefore, you could <clears throat> develop the right Midas, which specifically are. Um, Simcha and Zrizas. Amazing. That's all you need to have Nebuah. But, but it's unfortunate you have Atzas and Atzas, Mishiv Machas, right? Because when, you, when you're under Malachim, you, um, number one, you have Atzas because when you recognize that you can't establish the, the, the kind of society that the Torah dictates, that leads to Atzas because you can't do what you want to do. You can't do what you believe in. And of course, it leads to Atzas also because you, um, you give up. You give up. So that's Atzas and Atzas. Bavel, where we had a certain degree of autonomy and there was a very strong Jewish community. So, says the Gemara, maybe there could be Nebuah in Bavel. And, like we said in the Kuzri, that understands that Israel as being some, um, um, I can use the word magical, I don't mean it in a derogatory sense, but just that it's a, a supernatural Maila. So, Bavel, which the Gemara says in Ksubis is carries Israel. <clears throat> perhaps, as the Gemara might perhaps also has that Milo that allows for Nebuah, but it doesn't unless you're still in Eretz And by the way, even that idea that that since Yechazko started in Eretz he continued in Bavel, that might also only have to do with Bavel, which is the place they went from Eretz And it wasn't just, it was there was reason for them to go to Bavel, it's the right place to go to from Eretz as the Gemara says in Psachim. So in the Rambam, again, in the Rambam, that Milo of Eretz is about the fact that we're autonomous, it's very understandable why Bavel should be carried to Israel. And Amiri takes it really far and says, Kol ma'asher omu eina elam mepnei, mepnei, that Stam Chotzaretz is not not amenable to Chachman Yashchit. Now we understand exactly why Bavel, and that's the Ramam Shita Beretz Israel. Now, Agav, I saw that Shlema Alkabitz has a a letter that he wrote to, this is in the uh, Bris Alevi, it's printed that Something he wrote to Yosef Cairo. He says, Many people think that the Milo of Israel is Biyois Ambeneus or Besaycha. And if they're not, there's no Milo. And he says, The reason why they thought that is because they thought that the whole Indian is because Bnei Israel are keeping the mitzvahs. And not the opposite. Not that it's special and therefore we, therefore we, it's good to keep the mitzvahs there, but it's special because there are people that are keeping the mitzvahs. He says, It's a mistake. You should know the Shlemus of Israel is Ba'atzmusa Mamish. And then he goes into this idea that it's the central part of the world, mystical kind of idea. But it's exactly what the Rambam seems to be saying. Not like that, the Rambam and Miri for sure. He's saying, <laughs> And 
Shlom Alkabit is saying, no, that's not the case. It's Batsmus Mamish. And he continues, he says, he says, that's what the Kozri says. And that it's Kodesh Be'atzma. And he says, Davor Loki. That's, yeah, that is certainly the Mahalach of the Kozri. But the Rambam, the Rambam seems to be hold, very clear that the Rambam holds, like the Me'iri holds, like what Shlom Alkabit considers to be a Tus. Okay? That's not as, that's fine. Shlom Alkabit was <clears throat> believed that that's tough, and he believed in things more than just this rational thing. Okay, now, but you have to think about this. Now, are we saying here, I mean, is the Ramam saying, I mean, is the Ramam saying that um, Israel is just a good place to live because of the influence? You know, like you have the Ramam of Asdeus, says very careful, pick your neighbors carefully, pick your city carefully, and the person is um, influenced by his neighbors. So is that all it is? Is that all that soil is? It's, a, it's, it's just an opportunity for us to have good neighbors, like let's pick one place and I'll, I'll be there. That can't be because Eretz is so central to the whole Torah. The whole Torah revolves around Eretz soil. We discussed that. Um, all the Averis can be traced back to Muragam to rejecting Eretz soil. Sifri says that Eretz soil is Shkula, Gechala Torah, Kola I mean, okay, it's, it's just picking good neighbors. How could that be? It doesn't stem with, with, with what we see, what we find in the Torah, that Israel is in fact so central. But I think the answer is like this. Just because the Ram says it's about your neighbors, it's about being in the right place, it's, it doesn't mean it's merely about influence. The idea is as follows. The idea is, that, the idea is that we're not supposed to serve Hashem merely as individuals. We're supposed to serve Hashem as a society, as a community, as a, as a city, as a country. So... So the idea is that the shleim is the way we serve Hashem properly, and this is why it's the key to the whole Torah. Because if you have to buy into this this kind of avodas Hashem, where you're putting avodas Hashem, working it out through a a political body, through a country, through a city, through a society, and not merely as an individual. So it's not just about oh, live in a good place, and you know you'll serve Hashem better if you have good neighbors. It means that the project of the Torah, the project of the Torah, is supposed to be realized. Um, through society, through all the levels of a society, and as a tzibur, as a tzibur. The Ram says in numerous places, Ram says in numerous places that we're only considered a nation in Eretz Yisrael. So the idea is like this. Let me just bring out that. I'm going to tell you the Maimachimus. The way that we're going to, the is going to succeed, the way that it's going to work is if we serve Hashem as a nation. As a nation, requires a country, this is a country selected for us, and we're supposed to be, commit to that idea of being part of the nation on all levels, everything it means to be part of a nation, and that's when the Torah could, succeed, could succeed in this project. So in that sense, the Eretz is so central, because it's not just about picking a good neighbor, it's about committing to Avedas Hashem as being relevant, not just in your private life, but in the, in the public life, on, on all levels of the public, of the body public. You, your community, your city, even your country, and your king. So that's the sense of, that's what, in that sense, it's also central. Where are the sources for this? The Ramam says in Sefer Mitzvah, she says, that there will ever be um, a time where there won't be <clears throat> Jews in Eretz Yisrael. Because Hashem promised that the signs of the nation will not be completely erased. So Ram says, if there wouldn't be Jews in Eretz Yisrael, that would be, that would be, um, Consider like the signs of the nation, the Isis Umam Kabakal. Ram says Nachashgagas Perakid Gimel that Ain Korakohal Ella Bine Eretz Yisrael. 
Those are the only ones that are called the Kohol. Are the Bnei Eretz as well? Those are the only ones called the Kol. And the Rambam says in Kishmishnais and Bechayris that only the Bnei Eretz are called the Kohol, even if they're just ten Jews. Ten Jews in Eretz That's the Kohol. That's Ha Kohol, right? Hashem Karm Kol Ha Kohol. Interesting. It's no such pasuk. We don't know what pasuk means, but the Rambam says God calls the Jews in Eretz Kol Ha Kohol, even if they are just ten Jews. So that means what? That, what does that mean? That means that a Kohol, a Tzibur, is not just a minion. It's um. Is a, a nation, a nation with a land, and those are that's our land. So that's the only place that we're truly united as a nation. Which interestingly is actually a zayar in um, Pashas Emar. That's on the Gimel Beis. Zayar says, ba'aretz." In Eretz Yisrael, we're called one guy, and not when we're scattered. Ela ba'aretz. Only when they're in the aretz are we called the guy echad, which means that the country is necessary for us to be united. And that's what's so central to the whole Torah. Unity of the nation. Because the project of the Torah, what the Torah is out to accomplish, is not going to be accomplished with individuals. It's not a Torah for individuals. Ram talks about in the Torah in certain places. The Torah doesn't work for the Tzibor. It doesn't always work for every individual. The Torah is made for the Tzibor. And um, <clears throat> so you need to first, the first thing you need to do is commit to the idea of a Tzibor in a fullest level, to commit to be a member of the nation, on the deepest level. A member of the nation means you're part of the country. You're a citizen of its country. You live in its country. That's otherwise you're not part of the nation. That's the key to having the Torah work for you. To to be the first thing is to become a citizen, as it were. So that that's why it's all this is is so central. Okay. Just one last point. I had a question. So wait a second. If the whole reason to live in Eretz Yisrael is because you can't live among idolaters, right? and the Rambam says, and we spoke last year that when Mashiach comes, the whole world is going to recognize the true religion. So, why then does Ram also say in, in Malachim and in Beis Mashiach that Mashiach is going to gather, you know, he's going to have its nitchei, so why do we have to live in Eretz Yisrael? If the whole world is, is doing the Das HaEmes, then why can't you live anywhere? Why can't you just live in another country? So I think the answer is, the answer is that, yes, the whole world is, is, is recognizing Hashem. So, of course, you will never say, when Mashiach comes, if there's no idolaters left in the whole world, you can't say, and if everyone's serving Hashem, then you would never say that living in Chutzlaretz is like serving of a desire. Certainly not true. Certainly not true. Because that's only because you're influenced by the people. If the people are serving Hashem, then you're not going to be considered like an Avedar desire. But like we said, um, the purpose of being in Eretzol is doing something as a nation. So as long as we have some unique role as a nation, we're supposed to be united in a certain country. And even though the Ram says in, in that in the end of Tzulachim that Limus Mashiach, all the world will come to recognize the Dasa Emes, that doesn't mean we don't have a unique role as a nation. That role is to bring them, to bring them further to the truth and to stand as the beacon and to stand as the te- to be the teachers, to, so everyone could could know, learn the Dasa Emes from us. But in a Hanami, in a Hanami, we spoke last year that at a certain point there will no no longer be a need for a king. And everything will have achieved its goal and everyone would reach perfection. At that point, in Akhanami, I would say there we don't have to live in Eretz Yisrael. Same when it reaches the point that we don't need to have our own king because we don't stand, we're all perfected and we don't stand for anything unique. Because if the whole world gets perfected on that same level, then certainly there would be no in to live in Eretz Yisrael. And interestingly, from coming from a different angle, the Vyalamaisha, the Satma Rebbe, he brings in my Mishavet's source in the Kofiot, he brings from his Zaydah, the, um, the Yismach Maisha, 
on the Pasuk of Ki'ata Sinchal Lechol HaGoyim, he says there are 70 Sarim, um, everything's going to be under Hashem alone, and the whole world is going to be Bebechinas Eretz Yisrael, and Ki'ata Sinchal means the whole world will be like Hashem's Nachalah. Right, the whole world is going to be Hashem's Nachla. So he's approaching this from the angle of the Sarim and Hashem, the Ramban's Mahalach. But <clears throat> the Ramban would also hold of this. The idea of Chutzal is the place for that nation that's serving Hashem. If the whole world recognizes Hashem equally and there's nothing left for us to do uniquely, then certainly it would be true that the whole world gets the Ma'alav Eretzal. So just to summarize, what we learned tonight is that the Rambam's Havana Vaitzol, we really did this deep dive, deep dive into the whole Rambam literature, his letters, and the Pirishmashnayas, and the Moira, and the, and the Mishatera, and we see that the Rambam's understanding of Vaitzol is consistent. <clears throat> it's the place to live. The reason why it's so special is because it's the place, the national home for the Oyvde Hashem, and they live together, but not just they live together, that's where they can function as a nation, and that's where the Torah can be put into effect on a national level. That is the key to the Torah is to the key to the Torah is to commit to it and to and to 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 fulfill it on the national level. On the national level, okay. Next year, like I said, perhaps I'm thinking we'll do it about Tanya Mitzvahs, and I hope in the very near future to get to the burning question, really a halachic question, but based on so much hashkafa of whether we should live actually live in Eretz Yisrael. Once again, I want to just thank Zeb Shab again, who dedicated. <laughs> sponsored this year, generously sponsored this year, and dedicated it in memory of his father, Yeshayah ben Berach. Thank you. Once again, if anyone would like to sponsor, you know where to find me. That's all for now. Good night. Thanks so much to everyone for listening to The Great Sources. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. That's how it gets out there to even more people. Thank you, and good night.